From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Tuesday, October 10th. I'm Sarah Reif. The State Assembly Insurance Committee's Select Committee on Wildfire Prevention met in Santa Rosa yesterday to discuss wildfire insurance. Members of three panels testified about how mitigation measures like home hardening can be used to bring down rates or keep consumers insured, and how the insurance market should be regulated. Assemblymember Lisa Calderon, who chairs the committee, introduced the proceedings. We're hearing of more and more homeowners going naked, which is an insurance term describing when a homeowner decides to carry no insurance coverage. Today we'd like to learn whether mitigation is working to reduce wildfire risk and how mitigation is viewed in the eyes of an insurer. It was the first of what Assembly members promised would be many hearings on the topic before Insurance Commissioner Ricardo Lara finalizes rate-setting rules at the end of next year. Insurance companies will have to cover more risky policies, but they will be able to raise their rates. Mike Peterson, Deputy Commissioner for Climate and Sustainability with the California Department of Insurance, shared the framework of the new approach, which has been years in the making. Insurance has historically been about pricing risk and being a source of resilience, funding that occurs after a devastating wildfire. What we are doing at the Department of Insurance is taking specific actions so that insurance incentivizes risk reduction before a disaster occurs. The Safer from Wildfires program was launched in 2021 by Commissioner Lara, convening the major wildfire preparedness agencies. Our goal was to establish a list of home hardening and community mitigation actions that were based in fire science. Insurers will have to provide policyholders with incentives to reduce risk. This regulation is one step in what has been a four-year effort to encourage home hardening. In 2018, only 7% of the state's policyholders had access to home hardening incentives. By 2021, that number had grown to 40% of policyholders. The new wildfire mitigation regulation being implemented by the department will ensure that 100% of policyholders have access to these incentives. There will be a certain amount of wrangling over the details. One tool that actuaries will be able to use to assess risk and assign risk scores is catastrophe, or CAT modeling. That's supposed to predict the risk of a volatile future without relying entirely on the events of the past. Dave Winokur, fire chief of the Moraga Orinda Fire District, told committee member Assemblyman Jim Wood how the models could incorporate neighborhood prevention efforts. The most accurate fuel model will equal the most accurate results. So as communities do work, that modifies the fuel model. And if the fuel model is modified, the results will reflect the change in the conditions on the ground. What is the critical mass and how do you get that message across to people? Yes. Critical mass within a block of homes is 30 percent. Is the minimum threshold rising to about 85 percent? Amy Bach is the executive director of United Policyholders, an insurance consumers' rights group that does not take money from insurance companies. She cautioned against allowing private businesses to create catastrophe models for their clients. Cal Poly, Cooperative Extension, Stanford, a lot of academicians and fire scientists have been on this, on the modeling thing. And so it's really a matter of having a, having a model that is not commercially derived to be a benchmark. And Robert Harrell, executive director of the Consumer Federation of California, added that appropriate public policies must err on the side of transparency. One of the major woes cited by insurance industry reps is the difficulty of getting reinsurance, coverage for themselves in the event of a disaster that runs into the billions of dollars. And that's another industry that is completely unregulated. When you take an unregulated industry that can basically make their price whatever they want, 
and then you allow those costs to bleed over onto consumers. It's usually consumers that wind up holding the bag. Saren Taylor, vice president of the Personal Insurance Federation of California, said the sticker shock is due to years of underpricing. No one ever imagined a $15 billion loss in California. It never happened in history. Uh, and then to have it back-to-back was unthinkable. So, you know, th- there's a lot of catching up that is going on right now in a market that was really wildly, in hindsight, underpriced. And consumers are getting this rate shock, and, and no one likes it. Um, insurers don't like it. Wood is hoping to move towards a workable system well before the end of next year. Bach wanted to be sure to nail down the discounts and incentives for policyholders who harden their homes. Winokur wants an even greater level of specificity. I don't claim to be an expert on pricing and wouldn't want to step into that lane, but I can say it is tremendously unhelpful in a community when, as the fire chief, I stand up and say, you need to do this, this, and this. People do it, and shortly thereafter, they either get a non-renewal letter or they get a form letter from an insurer saying, you have tree canopy separation of less than 10 feet, therefore you will be uninsured. In a Mediterranean county in California, specifically in the Bay Area, there is no such thing as a running crown fire. Therefore, tree canopy separation is irrelevant to fire spread and to the risk of the home. It is an artifact of a one-size-fits-all approach. He added that there are two crucial gaps in state funding for fire prevention programs. One is maintaining shaded fuel breaks, which grow back in after a few seasons. The other is stringent air quality standards that cut down on the number of days that he can authorize prescribed burns. Mark Brown, executive director of the Marin Wildfire Prevention Authority, thinks he has a replicable plan focused on evaluations, prioritizing safety measures, and preventing homes from becoming fire vectors. He does have a $20 million budget, thanks to a tax that voters approved right before COVID. Brown is also a proponent of shaded fuel breaks, grazing, and prescribed burns. One way or another, fire will be a part of the California landscape. It's just a matter of how hot and how fast. We're not expecting these shaded fuel breaks to stop the fire. We're expecting these shaded fuel breaks to decrease the fire intensity, decrease the rate of spread. And give residents more time to get out of the fire's path. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Reif. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.